It's another Sunday night in comedy and lockdown or not, festival season is upon us. And tonight we're getting into the Stop Going Viral podcast festival with comics from coast to coast. I'm Dean Young and we're about to go inside the joke. I feel it fade. When no one ain't around. I feel it fade. I think I think too much. I feel it fade. Ain't nobody watching. I feel it fade. I just fade away. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to an all new Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And of course, coast to coast, Canada wide, planet Earth wide on the Global News Radio Network. Uh, we've got our producer, Vince Tedesco, on the line. How you doing, buddy? For anyone listening in and wondering why Dean smirks and laughs, it's because I'm making faces at him through our Zoom chat right now. But I'm doing good, Dino. You know, remember the pre-pandemic days when we used to have things like a studio to do a radio show in and human contact and all that good stuff? Do uh, I remember? You know, I feel like, uh, I feel like you know, we've been doing this show remotely from our little quarantine bunkers here for like over a year now and i feel like every i'm like getting cabin fever vince like every week doing this show from home my intros just get louder and louder as the kids say the struggle is real it the is, struggle is me real. in a basement scaring the hell out of my cats uh but we've got we so vince normally this time of year when things are relatively normal usually this is around the time of the year where we start sort of ramping up for festival season summer's around the corner people start prepping for jfl all the sketch and fringe festivals that come along. So, I mean, obviously a little bit of that stuff's still on pause right now, but it is still, this is still kind of our lead into festival season and tonight's no different. Uh, We have a first time festival that's all podcasts. So it's the Stop Going Viral Festival. Yeah. And what what better way, because that's the only thing comedians have for an outsource is podcasts. That's the only thing you can do. Is go viral, the only because which is kind of ironic right now, isn't it? The only thing you can do is online comedy because everyone have no other options. That's right. There's no other options. Uh, that is a perfectly bleak way to kick it all off. Uh, we've got a full house tonight, though. We've got a full panel. We've got comics. We've got the festival creator. We've got hosts. We've got a full lineup for this podcast festival. We're going to kick it off right here on an all-new Inside Jokes. Welcome back to an all-new Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and of course coast to coast on the Global News Radio Network brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical helping you spot hecklers in the crowd since 1967. Not that those are a thing anymore right now. Now it's all just Twitter trolls, which we're going to find out about. So we have, it is, as I was saying, it is kind of the unofficial lead-in to festival season, quote-unquote, sort of, whatever that's, whatever that's going to look like again this year. Not a whole lot different from 2020 so far, I have to say. But we do have a brand new festival, which is kind of perfectly fitting if there is such a thing for the times that we're in right now we have the all new stop going viral festival so we're going to get into what that's all about how you can tune into that and find out about that stuff we have festival creator dan duval on the line how you doing buddy i'm doing great i feel like uh you know last last time we talked to you was also this year during the pandemic yeah uh, I don't know what it is about the West Coast, though, and I don't know what it is about 604 Records and everybody out there in Vancouver in the comedy scene out there. I'm telling you, man, you guys are just cranking stuff out. 
yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, especially since there's a, the pandemic has been going on. The podcast network has uh, really been taking off. Uh, we've now gone from five podcasts originally to, I think we have 40 or 41 now. There you go. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. And so our, our, we've, we've been doing it for a while. We launched back in November. Um, we've had a lot of success with that. And um, the festival that you're talking about is kind of like our jump off point as well. And what's kind of cool is that this is uh, airing on Sunday. So Monday, we're actually announcing it. So we're actually kind of announcing the festival right here on your show. There we go. Of course. Uh, Perfect. I, I'm realizing that as we're doing this right now. So this is kind of the first public mention of what we're, what we've been doing. Well, so and it's, cool. it's sort of uh, the same built-in audience, if you will. It's all people who cannot leave their homes who are <laughs> listening to Canadian comedy online. And speaking of the festival, we also have a podcaster online with us, Jane Stanton, also out in the West Coast. Thank you for joining us and Thank you know, you. getting up early to do Canadian radio from <laughs> home. Yes, thank you for having me. I was gonna, I should be just in bed in my yeah, with my be, comforter yeah. over yeah. my body um thank you for having me i love being up early yeah <laughs> it gives us an excuse to be productive something to do i i mean again it's obviously it's been such a strange year in canadian comedy we've been Oops. talking to comics all over canada all over the u.s all over the planet really how people are working what people are doing how people are sort of rolling with the times and adapting to all this stuff and doing everything online and it feels like because of the pandemic podcasting has sort of gotten this refresher in a way in this bit of a resurgence before we get into all that what i can ask you both i guess what's a little bit about stop going viral what it's all about what's sort of how does how is this whole festival put together how what how, what's this whole thing gonna look like well um yeah i could probably answer that we uh yeah, yeah, yeah i got you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um jane I, before i say anything i want to just also mention that jane's podcast high school sucked uh is our biggest podcast on our network and has actually just gone viral itself and they ranked, they, they were landed in the top 20 in comedy podcasts in the US in the last week and are just absolutely blowing up. So with her and Darcy Mike, I'll let her tell you about it. I'll let her tell you about it. Yeah, my co-pro. Wow, we need the air guns yeah. for that. Such a huge part of this festival now too, because of that, like there's a lot, there's a few things that have been, that have been going great for us. We've had a few podcasts chart in the last couple of weeks, which has been great, but um, yeah, the festival was actually is, is meant to be a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. We teamed up with PAHO, which is the Pan American health organization, the yeah. division of the world health organization. And we're raising a hundred percent of the proceeds uh, from this festival um, will go to frontline workers in the Americas, North and South America, however they see fit, wherever they, wherever they feel that it's needed. And they've been fighting disease for a hundred years. So we trust them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the deal is that it'll go up on our YouTube, our Comedy Here Often YouTube channel, April 28th, 29th, and 30th. We, it's, we've got an incredible lineup. It's, it's all of our podcast hosts, which feature people like Jane and Darcy and um, the headlining comics from all across Canada, Derek Sagan, who uh, you'll also hear on the, on the show tonight, Katie Allen Humphreys, um, you know, Sonny Dollywall, Simon King. Um, yeah, just an, an incredible lineup. Trent McClellan. Yeah. And uh, we also got in some people from the United States. We uh, have interviews with Will Arnett, uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, Nikki Glaser, uh, uh, Dan Sauter, like there's, it's a really awesome lineup. And what it is, is it's just casual comedy interviews through our, 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 um, our flagship podcast, Comedy Here Often, hosted by Kevy 
and Alexi. Um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We've already pre-recorded everything. It's absolutely hilarious. It's a lot of stories. A lot of people just sharing stories with one another. It's mostly what the gist is. I, I really think that everyone's going to really enjoy it. And um, hopefully we raise a ton of money in the process. Yeah, and you definitely, I mean, yeah, the lineup is stacked. You have some major heavy hitters there, Canada-wide and stateside too. And I think, I mean, the, the beauty of doing podcasts, I mean, we know we've been doing this this show for five and a half years now. It's a bit of a different animal though. When you get comics in the radio studio, usually somebody's got an album to plug or a new Netflix special rolling out, whatever the case is. But people are there, they're sort of in plug mode and they're sort of in very formal, I'm going on the air mode. When comics get together in a studio to lay down podcasts like this, there's this sort of rawness that happens. This complete, you know, the wall sort of comes down. It becomes just an open conversation. And I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it is you're, when you're listening, you kind of feel like you just walked into the room, you know, you kind of yeah. feel like you just walked in on a conversation. There's nothing sort of staged about it, really. hundred, yeah. I would say if I could add like the, it's like a green room almost environment. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, I listened to a lot of comics, like podcasts. And then I was playing my, me and Darcy's uh, podcast to my dad. He's like, why? Like within the first five seconds, he was thinking CBC because yeah. he's in his 80s. And he's like, well, where's the high school? He was like, <laughs> and I'm like, that isn't what happens. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you're like a jazz, you know, you're, we're just playing and then we get into it. Sometimes it's been at 45 minutes. We're like, oh, we need to edit this. But yeah, it's so it's so great. Uh, and learning things about comedians that you think you know, but you, you like, you're like, oh, I didn't know that about them, um, which it. I think is great. Yeah, it is. You, there's this feeling like you're sort of a fly on the wall, like you walked in this conversation. I think, and I mean, the 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 one thing that's so unique about podcasts too, and I mean, you know, of course, we've all been on or done or hosted a lot of podcasts where it's two comics talking to each other about stand-up company. You know, there's a billion of those. But the beauty of podcasting is you can, it could be so absolutely so niche. You mm -hmm. can have a podcast about the most specific laser focused random thing. And there's an audience out there for it. It's like the whole, if you build it, they will come. It's like, my podcast is about mustard brands that don't exist anymore. And you can, you can record I'm writing that. this down. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that happens to be exactly what I'm into. And there's mm -hmm. listeners out there for it. You can go so specific with it. It's, it's oh, yeah. limitless, really. We, yeah. we try to, at the network, we try to not double things up like exactly that because there's so many different angles to go to. I mean, we have a podcast with uh, Brad Simitek and uh, Key and, um, Key and Beatty out of Edmonton they're like 20 years old and they watch movies from like the eighties and nineties and then talk about how problematic they are now as to figure out why their parents are talking. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, 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 it's and then we have another one that's like going state to state. Uh, they come to America from Brandon Kelly of um, the uh, Lawrence arms and uh, fat records band. They talk about, they talk with musicians uh, going state to state about tour stories and things like that. There's just so many different ways to go with it for sure. And like the high school suck thing as well. Like, you, you know, everybody's oh, got a high school. Everybody, everybody does. Everybody definitely has that. And of course, Jane, you know that quite well. Or we're going to come back with more of the stop going viral festival, what that's all about. And you know, the state of comedy now, as we head into <laughs> lockdown number 42 whatever it is that we're living in right now we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto
Hi, I'm Danish Anwar from Your Hood's a Joke, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back to an all-new Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and of course, coast-to-coast on the Global News Radio Network, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, so you can see the punchline coming from a mile away. I get that, you know, that one still applies. There's still online comedy. Speaking of, this Monday is launching the Stop Going Viral podcast festival. It's the inaugural version of this festival. Kind of kicking off. It's sort of like the early run-up to festival season. Hopefully that's a thing that happens this year, but we, we will see. So, of course, we have Dan and Jane out on the West Coast coming back with us. I want to, I was curious to ask you guys, and I feel like this especially applies to a lot of the stuff you're doing out West and a lot of stuff coming through 604 Records. I kind of feel like this past year and a half, and especially during COVID, there's kind of been this whole, I know it's a dated phrase, but there's kind of been this whole feeling in, in Canadian comedy of sort of the lunatics have taken over the asylum. Because if you look at- Don't say that, no. <laughs> I feel like you, yeah, that'll be a podcast in itself. Things you can't say- on Canadian radio anymore. But the reason I say this is, if you look at a lot of the stuff that's happened this year, festivals that have sprung up, series that have happened, new you know channels that have launched, all this stuff that's sort of been keeping an active audience out there and been keeping the comedy world afloat has come from the independents. It's come from independent labels, content creators. You know, a lot of the sort of quote unquote gatekeepers that usually in comedy, everybody's going after the same handful of festivals and everybody's going after the same sort of TV gigs and all that stuff. A lot of the stuff that's happened this year has been sort of driven by comics themselves and by content creators themselves and independent producers and hosts like you guys. I would say yes on what you were saying. I thought you meant the actual lunatics in the comedy no. world. <laughs> no, that's why I was like, um, a hard no. <laughs> no, I, mean, I feel like it's totally been the, 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 Comics and the content creators themselves have been the ones that have been keeping this whole thing afloat. I mean, the sort of gatekeepers that were always there, they, you know, it's been tough for a lot of people to figure out how to roll with this. And I mean, yes, just for laughs happened last year, it ended up being a digital streaming thing and all that. So people are adapting, but comics have been the ones this entire time going, I can't slow down. I can't stop. I just have to figure out a way within this. You Exactly what you just said. I was joking with a friend of mine, Michelle Shaughnessy on the yeah, phone Michelle, in yeah. August. Yeah. And I was like, am I going to be an only fan? Like, what am I doing? Am I crushing fruit? <laughs> Which I talk about this on the podcast as a joke. I'm like, am I crushing fruit with my feet? And so I literally have a fake name in our podcast called toast 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 jane is my only fans thing but i was just like what do like what are what are we doing and it's not just like it's artists in general just you know what i mean and comedians going like okay so um and i think it was going that way like clubs still but there was a lean to like i would say in the last three to five years if you guys agree with me of like of more independent people you know i'm gonna rent at a bar in Mm -hmm. uh this kind of suburbs but people are gonna come and and they do come rather than like back in the day like ufc's on well that's still happening but like (laughs) they want to see you they're gonna come they're sold out shows uh right before the lockdown i did a women's uh tour with kitty ellen humphreys and sophia johnson like on the island and it sold out like i could have done and then had to cancel the rest but I think uh it's leaning towards that and you just have to do jump off the cliff and like okay let's give this a go and 
um, take the risk. And if you fail, you fail. But like, I mean, I was lucky. I booked a part on uh, the Mighty Ducks Disney Plus as a mom. So I was like, wow, uh, no, uh, no more toes. But um, <laughs> there you go. No more to <laughs> toes content. Yeah, I, I agree too. There's there was so many spots in Victoria and Vancouver popping up. Like I know, I know brewery shows were becoming pretty popular. There was a lot of breweries doing shows in like their, in their shipping areas. We had one out here at category 12 in Victoria. That was awesome. Um, I, I mean, I was running three bar shows in Victoria before this shutdown and was making a living at it. Like it's, it's so, so I agree with Jane. It was already kind of going that way. Like it's like the club doesn't have to be the only game in town and stand up is, so much more popular now that like people will show up at, at, at random venues in different places. It's not that hard to sell out a show if you have a good show, especially in Victoria and a small, a small, slightly smaller city where there's not, um, you know, 10,000 things to do a night. It's and, yeah. and like, you know, it's pretty cool. And, and just further to your point, like I was just doing my podcast kind of for fun before the pandemic hit and we had to pivot and now, now we're doing this now i'm you know managing uh, dozens of podcasts and we're working with like a, an independent label and it's been a huge pivot and and it's great and um at 604 our whole thing is you know allowing it's more about giving a platform to to comics and artists in order for them to do what they do best and then being like a supportive host and like taking a cut rather than, you know, telling them what to do and being corporate owned and saying, you can do this, you can't do that. And, and like trying to own the intellectual property and all that stuff. We're trying to sort of change the way things are done in comedy so that people can own their own property and have creative control and, and grow because that's, what's going to grow comedy in this country not a select handful of people deciding on what is good and what is bad. And, and make and it better. I had yeah. to say that. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it totally, well, sorry, Dan, but it, oh. like, I was like on to like, just letting people, yeah, it will make it better. I think yeah. everyone doing their thing. Absolutely. And like, and looking at things from a place where there's room for everyone to succeed and not being like, well, we will never talk about, you know, JFL because they're, different than us it's like they can be good and we can also be good like you know, there's just yeah. a lot of room for there's always more room for art there's not a finite amount um in, in in that and like i don't know it's been like the mentality in comedy for a long time that like only a certain amount of people get to eat and it's like not exactly it's, yeah it doesn't have to be that way so we're not trying to like advocate for moving away from that totally mm. and it and, it, and it, it you know that's based off of an old system too where everything was so regional and everything in canadian comedy was about you had to be signed by this club and then you're a road dog now and that's the only way around it that's the only way to find an audience we've completely moved past all that everything is for a global audience now everything is from your home studio from a recording studio wherever it is and you can kind of find and build your own audience now we've sort of skipped over all of that and i think dan you made a good point i mean even before covid hit i mean for the last few years now you know there that has been happening comics have started started figuring that out and now networks are picking up a lot of these shows that comics have started themselves and they already come with an audience comics have figured out these platforms and we're also living in a time right now where i think over the past decade especially the last few years stand-up kind of flourished again it became a thing again because of podcasts and because of 
new specials coming out it became a thing that people wanted to go out and see again it kind of came out of a bit of a lull that way a hundred i and it to me gets i get excited because i would always hear about the 80s and 90s the heyday and i'd be yeah. like i came in the the end of it like i started in 2005 <laughs> and i'd be like uh, i i remember uh, a sold out show and it would be um and i felt i felt in the past like couple of years of like uh, more hecklers because people are like, I'm funny on Twitter. I have two followers. Shut up. But like, <laughs> I felt like a lot more hecklers of the, in that way. Um, I have something to say. No one cares. Uh, but as a comedian, yes. But I just felt like a resurgence and just podcasts. There's over 500,000 yeah. like, podcasts. Like that's nuts. Yeah. And they're like, you can listen to what you were saying, Dean, of like just anything. You're like, I like uh, mustard or you know what I mean like yeah. get me in that that's my thing um so it's it's great in that way and it's a thing that you get to go like as comedians you get to like put yourself out there too and like yeah. just with high school sack like we were what Dan said we're like in the top 100 like in I would say over 50 countries like yeah. it's great like I was like what like when I looked and uh yeah, and it's great. And Darcy's like one of my best friends, anyways. And his uh, thing, his special, his thing, uh, is coming out uh, worldwide. His uh, his thing, yeah. Darcy's thing. Uh, you know, his thing uh, goes to church. His special that was on Crave is going worldwide at the yeah. end of April too. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I think yeah, it's great. In a horrible in a pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> It's, you know, the times they are changing. It's sort of, yeah, it does suck. Everything's sort of on pause right now and people are having to figure that out. But again, I mean, the the one positive that kind of has come out during all this, I mean, comics coming up now, they already know this stuff because they, you know, they started during the age of podcasts and special yeah. YouTube and TikTok and all this stuff. But it's been interesting this past year on this show, even talking to a lot of comics that have been around 20, 30 years, a lot of those gala comics we all would watch growing up and a lot of these old school road dogs and stuff even talking to some of those comics who are like you know what i would have never in a million years tried out any of this stuff i never had any need to before i never it just wasn't for me for one reason or another and now they're on these platforms and they're like i'm loving this this is like a whole new audience yeah. i'm not leaving this just because you know let's say tomorrow magically covid stops and everything reopens and we go back in time it, they found this whole new platform and this whole new thing. And I think moving forward after all this, that's what comedy is going to be. It's going to be a hybrid of so many things now. Yeah. yeah. And the way the world is too, with just this, we're doing it via zoom. So it's yeah. like, you don't have to go to Alberta. Ugh, I don't care. But like in the winter when it's minus 40 and your skin peels off to be like, I can headline the big club. Yeah, Who yeah, cares? Yeah. Well, not really. But like I that's a pandemic there's so many things for me realizations I don't know if you guys of like oh I I don't have I don't want to do that anymore yeah like I don't have to and I don't want to <laughs> like I love podcasting and I've done some zoom shows that I'm like uh, don't mute the mics because you need to hear laughter otherwise I'm just like a, a mime um but it is it's changing and I think a lot of people are on board with it it's great totally and I mean you can it and it you know, listen, I mean, especially in Canadian comedy, you know, we live in a industry where there's like X amount of festivals and X amount of big gigs that everybody's trying to go after every single year. And it just rotates around. A lot of this stuff has taught comics that they can build their own audience and they can be more in charge of their own voice and their own careers. They can be more self-reliant. I mean, 
a lot of comics live off of this stuff. Look at, you know, a year and a half ago where there was that whole debate over people losing their residuals from Sirius when, when JFL took that over. Because <laughs> there's comics that are like lampooned in New York and LA and Chicago. And they're like, I just did all my papers. I just moved here. The only way I'm able to pay rent right now when I'm not performing is off of these albums and off of these radio plays. So now yeah. a lot of comics, and I mean, 604 has been a huge part of that. A lot of these comics have realized nobody has to tell me I can do this. People are out there waiting for this stuff. I can just go for it and do it. That incident that happened with JFL is one of the big motivations for doing things. The reason why we do things the way that we do things is when that happened, our, our uh, president of our company, Jonathan Simkin, saw that and said, there's no way that one incident like that should be able to have that much impact on an entire industry. And we totally. need to change it. And so you know, uh, so especially, that. yeah, especially a country where arguably comedy is our biggest export, <laughs> you yeah. know? That's what we do. That's what we put out into the world. So it's that huge, vibes, baby. It it really is. It's such a huge part of our fabric. Uh, that's what's keeping us on the show. Uh, we do have to wrap it up. I could talk to you guys about this all day. Before we let you go, uh, Jane, how can people find your podcast? And of course, Dan, if we can steer people in the right direction for the festival. Uh, for my podcast, uh, High School Sucked is on Instagram. Follow us and Spotify, iTunes. Pod baby, uh, everything Dan, you know more too. Uh, and Darcy Michael, uh, you can find him too on TikTok. He's like I don't know, seven hundred fifty thousand followers. Um, and he has his album, DarcyMichael.com. Check him out. Uh, and me, TheJaneStanton.com. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, uh, you, you'll be able to watch our festival on our YouTube channel. Just search comedy here often on YouTube. Um, and you can check out all our podcasts at comedyhereoften.com slash podcasts. Um, and yeah, we're available wherever you get your pods. And of course, my podcast, The Hate Locker, is a good time too. You should listen to that. There we go. I love, the, I love that name too, by the way. Thank you guys so much. And I'm glad uh, we got to be the big uh, reveal for this. Yeah, cool. Thank you guys so much. We Thank will be you. back with Thanks. more Stop Going Viral. Hi, my name is Amanda Day, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. Baby, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you by our good friends at Akeem Optical, helping you stand six feet apart from other human beings. Uh, it is, of course, the Stop Going Viral, first ever Stop Going Viral podcast festival this coming Monday. Thank you again to Jane and Dan out in Vancouver. And now on the line, we have Katie Ellen Humphreys with us. And of course, no stranger to listeners of our show, Canadian headliner Derek Sagan is on the line. How are you guys doing? Hi, Dean. It's never better. Never better, yeah. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I feel like how are you doing is always such a loaded statement right now, too. Yeah. If you really want to know, I have been better. I have been much better. And it all depends on who you talk to in Canadian comedy, too, right? And it depends on what part of the year it's been. Because for the most part, until recently, you talk to comics in Alberta, they're like, great, what pandemic? I'm still hitting the road <laughs> and touring. But everything stopped there eventually, too. It, it, yeah. But of course, sure and I mean... Did. You know, Derek, I mean, these are strange times. Of course, we've been talking to everybody in comic, comics, headliners, club owners, bookers, 
festival promoters, you know, everybody, whether you've been at this for five years or 30 years, nobody's of course seen anything like this and everybody's been sort of rolling with the punches and working within these parameters. For you, I mean, you know, as a comic who's been at this for a long time, you're a headlining comic, you're a festival comic, you are a known name in Canadian comedy. These are strange <laughs> times for sure. What's what's it been like for you? I mean, obviously we're all finding our ways with with different platforms right now. It's nice of you to name all those things that I am, but I those are all things that I was. Right now I am a stay-at-home dad. That's all yeah. I, <laughs> that's all I am right now. Uh, yeah, uh, we were, I was, I felt like I was just starting, oh, we're going to get back to work. It's great. And yeah. then I lost 13 gigs in one Doug Ford press conference. It was like, oh, what the hell? I almost, I almost had my career back and then Doug Ford talked and I lost them all. I had, yeah, 13 dates booked in Ontario in April and they're all, they're all gone. It's true. And I mean, a lot of the, you know, a lot of these things that are the normal part of the comedy calendar, a lot of the big festivals and all that stuff, you know, people are trying to reschedule things or postpone things and push them back. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just, you know, it sort of got canceled and that's it. But we don't want it to start off on too bleak of a note because of course, you know, the flip side of this is we do have things like the stop going viral festival. We do have, you know, obviously the ideal thing is everybody wants to be back in front of a live crowd and everybody wants festivals to come back and clubs to reopen and all that stuff. But, you know, comics right. are working within these parameters and finding new ways to reach out to an audience. Uh, we'll get Katie to jump in here too. I mean, for both of you, what's how, what's, what's the relationship between podcasting and comedy? Why is that such like an intertwined marriage? Well, and you mentioned that too, the festival itself is to benefit the, it's a fundraising festival and it's to benefit, uh, covid relief if you will i think it, it is, yeah. all the money is going to be distributed to mostly frontline sort of institutions and people uh so they they're kind of coming together right podcasting comedy and uh covid uh, uh attention not attention what's the word uh conscientiousness yeah whatever yeah. or just yeah, awareness and fundraising yeah it is true and i mean co comedy especially because you know, a, a lot of people don't realize just how much, and of, comics, of course, know this firsthand, but when, as soon as this whole thing started, it, it the writing was on the wall immediately because, you know, a lot of people forget just how intertwined comedy is with the service industry. Every single thing we do is based off of a live crowd and based off of a bar, a restaurant, a comedy club, venues, and every single facet of that got taken down. So now this past year, it's been all about what platforms online can you go on? It's been about your podcast. It's been about releasing your albums, putting out some stuff that maybe you've been sitting on for a while that you've had on the back burner. And I think coming out of this, I mean, it's it's a good thing that festivals like this are happening and that we're sort of figuring out a way around all this stuff. Coming out of this, comedy is going to look a lot different. Yeah. True, for sure. Uh, one of the things I've been really impressed with these days, and podcasts is one of them, is one of the things is, and no different than the way that you have pivoted your show to be producing remotely. You can't be meeting together in the studio now. Yeah. And I think it's really exciting to see comedy become more accessible in that way. There's certainly, you know, I'm doing an online show or the podcast, another example, where individuals who don't live in the same place as you and never live in remote locations or have accessibility issues. One yeah. of the problems in a lot of these older cities is a lot of venues aren't wheelchair accessible or you know you're on a third floor or you're in a basement oftentimes if the elevator or service elevator isn't up to par then those are just out of the question for individuals yeah. to have those access issues and so zoom shows or podcasts can be a great way to connect with audience members uh, that previously were really underserved 
it's totally true. And I mean, Derek, of course, you're no stranger to this, but a lot of those road gigs and club gigs you would do in these small towns where, you know, you'd go to these places and it's an event because a lot of these folks never have a comic come to their city. And then a lot of these people don't get to see this stuff firsthand. So it's in a, in a lot of ways, again, it's, you know, it's sort of finding the silver lining here, but it sort of has, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have, to, you have to dig deep for that silver you lining have to dig deep for that after a, after a year, after a year. I mean, you know, the interesting thing, Derek, I mean, of course, you travel this entire country, but of course, coming from Quebec, being a Quebecois comic, you know, in English Canada, we always wrestled with the whole, we don't have a star system. We're trying to find a way to build an audience always. It's always about that handful of gigs. People get those credits and then try to move stateside. Whereas, and we'll come back from break on this too, but Quebec has always been its own thing. It's a, a huge part of that, obviously, is a cultural thing, but Quebec has always had its sort of own industry and its own star system i mean people people watch movies that are made there people watch tv shows yeah. that are made there you know club comics that are there are, are household names in quebec there's trade papers there's all that stuff english canada we never really were able to figure that out because you know we have the big behemoth next door right that's right that's the ceiling is just in another the ceiling for english comedy is in another country whereas in quebec you know you can only go so far so they they just made the ceiling higher so yeah the top comedians will be, you know, if they decide they want to put out a rap album, people will buy it. I mean, the top Quebecois comedians in French, uh, they can star in movies, they can do whatever. Here, uh, th there's a progression that I guess the, the people, the powers that be that produce content uh, got lazy because people just eventually end up leaving anyway. So, yeah. Exactly. And that's a bit of what we'll come back and break with this too, but that's a bit of what we were touching on earlier too with Dan and Jane and sort of this past year, what we've seen a lot of is comics just going okay well the industry is kind of frozen right now anyways and even when this wasn't happening there's only a small amount of things that we're always going after but we just have to start building our own stuff we have to start putting out our own content and being in charge of our own careers and finding our own audience uh we're going to come back with more with derek and katie we're going to come back with more of the stop going viral podcast festival right here on inside jokes I do like Morgan Freeman. Hello. <laughs> this is Black Zeus, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Have a good day. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast... North America wide, worldwide on Global News Online. If you happen to be stuck at home listening to things on the internet, which is all any of us is doing right now, you can find us on the Global News Radio Network. We are, of course, brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you read heckles on Twitter for this entire pandemic. We have Katie Ellen on the line. We have Derek Sagan on the line. You guys are, of course, part of the first Stop Going Viral podcast festival, which is launching this coming Monday. But how did you both come into being part of this festival? Oh, so we, we both have podcasts on the Comedy Here Often podcast network. So the yep. new, then we're going to launch through 604 Records. And that's how you know we came to be part of it. And also, yeah, I just always love jamming with Kevy and Young Alexi, who are hosting the festival. And yeah, in my case, with my podcast co-host Amitai Marmstein and I, just jump on the line and you know spend some some get some laughs in on these days when you need them. Yeah, you de yeah exactly yeah we de we definitely need that right now. 
Derek, for you, I mean, how much of a different animal is it than the Derek we know when we see you on stage or when we watch a special of yours or listen to an album? How, how- <laughs> yeah, I think people that that uh, listen or watch the podcast will see that the, my onstage persona isn't quite as exaggerated as some, <laughs> some other people. <laughs> it's been pretty much uh, just bitching about the same things. Uh, yeah. My my partner, though, Abdul Butt, who's my uh, podcast partner, and he's been my 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 road wife too for for years. We, yeah. Whenever I'm out on the road, I if I can bring somebody, I'm bringing Abdul. Uh, mostly because he can't sleep in the car. That's my favorite. He's a great guy and everything. He's got a lot of wonderful qualities, but one of his best qualities is that he can't sleep in the car. And I'm always like, well, there's no point in both of us staying awake. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's a great road partner to have. Uh, but I I do find during this the pandemic we people would almost think that we planned it. We started the podcast in February 2020, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden it became like the only content that people could consume for the the next months you know so it's uh it's almost like we did it on purpose or saw it coming we had a inline scoop in wuhan or something like that but uh as as the pandemic has gone on and on abdul's outlook has gotten more and more (laughs) pessimistic and i'm just (laughs) kind of like every every podcast all right today we're gonna try not to talk too much about covid and then hey welcome to bacon no bacon everybody so covid tabarnak what the hell's the deal with this thing every time (laughs) straight into it there is a co-host last night that uh, there's tons of comics who would never go to therapy, but if you made it a podcast, they for sure would. Seriously. You're yeah. like, oh, well, but if you showed the world, like if you could perform somehow while you were doing it and getting help, <laughs> would you do it? Yeah. It is so totally true. It does. It gives you that. It gives you a platform to sort of get some ideas out and just to feel like you have to be on. It's the. It's kind of a switch. I think I don't know about you, Katie Allen, but I have like there's a switch that when you're you're on. It uh, it gives a kind of I don't know if the brain is releasing chemicals or whatever, uh, to the, but it's to the point where I'm not getting it enough. Like the podcast, you know, it's it's a, a vehicle that I can try to get some stuff out and try to be yeah. funny and and get passionate about a, a conversation. But there's something really specific about stand up that uh, that gives you a rush of some kind where I feel yeah. my mojo my mojo is escaping. I'm not getting mojo. Like I took my buddy's motorcycle out for a ride the other day and I'm like, Tabarnak, I think th- I need this in my life because I used to get whatever you get from riding a motorcycle, I used to get from stand up. And now because I'm not doing it enough, I'm just kind of walking around like a lobotomized <laughs> maniac, you know, just like I have tons to do. My See, you look at your agenda and so much to do. You know what? I'm just going to go have a nap instead. Maybe it'll, go, maybe it'll go away while I'm sleeping. So I need I need uh, that that rush. Uh, the podcast helps a little bit, but it's not it's not a replacement. Sadly, it's true. I mean, I, you know, and it's sort of yes. There's all these platforms, and comics are finding a way to okay. Well, I still have to release stuff. I still have to. A lot of it is venting too, but it is so true. I mean, nothing. It's all sort of a placebo compared to what the thing itself is, which is being in that room in that moment with that live audience and feeding off of that energy. You know, you can't replace that with reading emojis pop up on a live right. stream or something, you know, I've been doing a lot of online shows though. And I have to say that it again, doesn't even come close to replacing a live in the room, stand up show, a dingy basement or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I have gotten the hang of it more, the technology side of it and how to manage it and stuff. Um, but it, it's not the same. But I've done nine of my own shows where I'm not filtered, not a corporate show, but it's my show, so I can cuss like I want. Yeah. I can say inappropriate things, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's we, my we, own thing. We count on that, and we need to 
right now. I think we could obviously go off about this all day, you guys. I do want to thank you both for joining us. Before we do let you go, of course, this is the show where we're announcing the Stop Going Viral Festival. It all hits this coming Monday. Uh, before we let you guys go, Derek and Katie Ellen, where can people find your podcast? Where can people find you online? Because people are still stuck at home and in desperate need of comedy, for sure. Yeah, well, you can find me at uh, katieellen.com, so it's K-A-T-I-E hyphen Ellen, E-L-L-E-N.com, and the podcast is uh, is Horny Off Main, <laughs> hornyoffmainpod.com. There we go, Katie Ellen, thank you so much, and of course, Derek's again, I mean, thank you for joining us, we, we can't wait to the day where we can actually watch you on stage doing what you do again, but in the meantime, where can people find your stuff? Uh, well, I, I'm at DerekSegain.com. Uh, the podcast is called Bacon No Bacon, so it's at BaconNoBacon.com. It's presented by the Comedy Here Often Network, so everywhere where you consume podcasts. And we actually have the YouTube version of it, too, so there's a video a video version of it if you want to watch your podcast instead of just listening to this sultry voice. You can watch the disgusting <laughs> decrepitness. I've aged like, you know those Facebook memories when you get a Facebook memory? I got one from four years ago. I had zero gray hair in my beard four years ago. Yeah. This pandemic <laughs> has not been friendly to my face. I but yeah, bacon to bacon. You look <laughs> lovely, Katie yeah. Ellen. You look better than ever. Did they run out... Did they run out of booze in Vancouver? Why do you look so good? <laughs> I have invested a lot of money in lighting. <laughs> uh of course thank you guys both so much keep doing what you're doing stay safe that's the most important thing and of course to our listeners you can tune in to the stop going viral podcast festival it all kicks off this coming monday we will have all the links that is our show thank you katie ellen thank you derek thank you jane thank you dan and of course to everybody out at comedy here often in 604 records for pumping this stuff out and keeping us entertained during this god-awful time loop that we're yeah. all stuck in. <laughs> that is our show. We will talk to you next week. And don't forget, you can listen to all of our episodes right back to the beginning on Global News Online. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Derek's again. I'm so happy to be here. You have no idea. I got divorced four years ago. Not really divorced. We're in Montreal. I can be safe to say that. I always say divorce. But I think to get divorced, you need to file paperwork or get a lawyer like that. I'm not really a paperwork kind of guy. I'm more of a change the lock on the house kind of guy. That's more. <laughs> but I'm also Quebecois and I travel all over Canada, so I'm uncomfortable with the word separate, so I always just say divorce. So, <laughs> just. <laughs>